0: This is the All Into Clemson Football Podcast, the official unofficial podcast of the Clemson Tigers.
1: What's up, everybody? Briley here, along with my man Carter. Thanks for joining us today for this preview episode of the Clemson versus, I really want to say Virginia Tech, but I'm going to say Georgia Tech. That's going to be a struggle for me. I'll call you if you Okay, thank you. Uh, which is scheduled for this Saturday at noon on ABC. Where Where is it? Saturday at noon on ABC. Okay, I just wanna double check. All right, I know that for sure, not because I looked it up. Okay, I didn't look it up, but it's because Georgia Tech's Jeff Collins. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Quick pause, you should go look on YouTube. What's the name of that video? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we. I was literally crying just about five minutes ago, laughing at that video, so you should go look at that. But uh, Georgia Tech coach Jeff Collins with a G mentioned it like 20 times in his Clemson pre, uh, preview presser. It was only twice, but Trevor, do you have that sound? Actually, oh, we do. Great. Okay, fire that baby off. Noon, ABC. All right, that guy has like one of the best football voices of all time, by the way. Definitely. He just sounds <laughs> like a football coach. And uh, wait, what time was it again? Saturday noon,
0: ABC. Uh,
1: Thank you. He opened and closed his press conference with that. <laughs> Good to know. Both of those clips come courtesy of the Georgia Tech Athletic Department. All right. Uh, I think you have something to say about this Georgia Tech game, don't you? Yes. The Georgia Tech game has always been interesting for Clemson because it typically has been a launching pad for them. How uh, so? Please tell me. Yes. So uh, when Dabble Sweeney became, when the, he became the interim head coach, uh, his first game was against Georgia Tech and... They lost. Ah, thank you. But that's obviously a launching pad into where they are now. Uh, <laughs> yes, I guess the two natties make up for the fact that they lost <laughs> to Georgia Tech back then. Uh, then also, uh, Trevor Lawrence in 2018 was his actual breakout game where he had four touchdowns. Oh, yeah And he took over the starting position from Kelly Bryant's. So that's actually a positive Who? from that. Exactly. Oh, I don't sorry. Know. <laughs> uh, and then, if you remember last season, uh, Clemson started out against Georgia oh, Tech. That's dirty. Why would you bring that game up? <laughs> And Trevor Lawrence did not play the greatest, but he ended the season. No, actually, actually let's yeah. see the stats for that game. Just pulled them up. <laughs> he was 13 of 23 for 168 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, he did have a solo tackle, though. There you go. Probably because of one of the interceptions he threw, but... Uh, yeah, it's a good thing that season ended so well, too. Yes. Thanks as you for, can see, these are stats that are just random. For yes, <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it. Uh, but in all seriousness, this, was, this week actually marked the 12th anniversary of Dabo Sweeney becoming the head coach of the Clemson Tigers. 12 years, wow. It's crazy. Lots of good things have happened. Lots of bad things have happened as well. But I think the good outweighs the bad for sure. And you would have known that if you had listened to our uh, Clemson Daily Football News update. On Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I don't remember which one, but those are the days I published an episode. So, all right. In this episode, we have some fun things for you. Obviously, you came for the Georgia Tech uh, preview. So, Carter and I are going to spend some time giving you the keys to the game and what we'll be watching for on Saturday and At then noon I'll- on ABC. <laughs> Just a reminder. You got me for that one. I'd already forgot about that. Uh, then our board ops director, Trevor, will present to us his big project of the week, the Worthless Sound Collection. And I tell you what, if there's anything that has received rave reviews, <laughs> it's been the Worthless Sound Collection because it is crap and it's fun to listen to. Bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> that is your favorite one. You bring that up every time. Water the Bamboo. Bamboo. <laughs> And there's some uh, Davo obviously makes an appearance, but it's uh, there's a lot of people in this one. So stick around for that. And then we're going to close this episode out with our favorite game of all time. And our producer, Becky, will lead us in that game, Clemps in or Clemps out. So let's go ahead and jump right into our Georgia Tech preview. So Davo usually does a great job of breaking down the game in his typical coach speak, of course, and uh, I really loved how he described Georgia Tech from a challenge standpoint during his preview presser this week.
0: Expect them to uh, uh, really uh, be a big challenge for us. Probably got one of the best punters we've seen. Uh, we've seen, He's been there seems like, you know, seven years. Uh, he is a great, great punter. Big, big, big leg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Davo. You, you can't get any worse than that. Like, they got a great... Hunter, got a big leg. <laughs> well, obviously, this was just a, a comedic timing thing because he just got done, you know, being his typical gushing Davo about their offense and defense. But it's funny when you say they're obviously going to be a big challenge. And then the first thing that you describe is their punter who has a big leg. <laughs> also, the next question he was asked, the first question he was asked in that, pre- in that uh, presser was about Georgia Tech's punter. So... Should that be our first who's thing to watch? Asking about punters, I like I don't want to name unless you're names. Pat McAfee. Like <laughs> punters shouldn't be brought up. Like, come on. True, true, but they did, and apparently he's a he's a weapon. Watch right, out for that. Here's a quick. Do we know who's Clemson punters is? I don't will know his Spires. Name. Dang, look at you. Yeah. I don't know. Dedicated why, right there. I don't know why you're on this podcast, to tell you the <laughs> truth. So why don't you, after that, why don't you give us your first key to the game? Yes. We got an interesting fact for you. So check this out. So the two teams that have beaten Georgia Tech this year are also the two teams that lead the country in takeaways. Oh, who might those teams be? Yes. Uh that would be Syracuse and UCF. All right. Uh let's see. So Syracuse leads the country with 14 takeaways and they had 5 takeaways against Georgia Tech for <laughs> 35% of their takeaways throughout the season. And UCF also had 5 takeaways against Georgia Tech with and they uh have 12 takeaways throughout the season. So that that's
0: 42%
1: of <laughs> UCF's takeaways throughout the season in one game. But those two teams two teams lead the country and takeaways because they've played Georgia tech <laughs> like straight yeah. on. If you play Georgia tech, you're going to lead the the nation in takeaways. Oh, that's a good sign for Clemson because right now I think I looked it up. They four, six, they've only four six turnovers so far this season. So they, uh, they've got some room to work in that area, but yeah, Jeff with a G decided Jeff. to tell us that during, during his press conference that, uh, you know, the two games that they've won, they won the turnover battle and the two games that they lost, they lost in the turnover battle and they didn't just lose in the turnover battle. Smoked. They got whipped. So, yeah, uh, I five guess five the- turnovers in two games, like in four games to start the season, you have five turnovers in two of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 we're not talking like five turnovers combined in two games. We're talking five turnovers each. in each game. <laughs> It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, this is a big thing for Clemson. I mean, the defense hasn't been... Last game, obviously, against Miami, they they had several takeaways. And in fact, they've only won the turnover battle uh, a couple of times so far this season. Uh, they tied one other time, and then they lost um, the other time. So... um So, uh, Clemson has won all four games. I was about to say that they've won every time they've won the turnover battle, but (laughs) they also won when they lost a turnover battle to Wake Forest. They just win. (laughs) Yes, they win. But I think this is important. I mean, turnovers are one of those things you'll hear more often that they're cyclical and they're really hard to, you know, predict. Yeah. Um, So, for some reason, defenses some years just have a ton of turnovers and the next year they don't have any turnovers. But it's important, obviously, to create these turnovers. And Georgia Tech has young players on offense, young quarterback, freshman quarterback. And it's going to be important to put that pressure on him, get him to throw interceptions, and put this team away early because they do have some playmakers on offense. They do, but I think also uh, to distinguish the fact that just because you aren't causing turnovers like Clemson's defense, like, they're still a really good defense. They've oh, absolutely. So it's, a, it's an interesting fact, but I don't think it's a de- determining to see if have a good defense or not
0: because like I sure. said
1: it's basically random <laughs> yes <laughs> yes but this is i i would say generally our takeaways or or our uh, things to watch for me at least clemson's not going to lose this game okay so this is more of a this is this is more of a i need to see this improve throughout the season so that when they get to the college football playoff they're playing really well and turnovers are one of those things that this team just needs to create more of and so they don't necessarily need a ton of turnovers in this game to beat Georgia Tech, but they will need some of those turnovers when they get uh, to some of the bigger teams that they play this season. I thought it going to happen one of these times. Like you say every week that Clemson's not going to lose. Obviously, one of these times they're going to lose because you said that. Oh, well, we'll save our predictions for the end here, but you better, <laughs> you better back up your words there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not predicting an upset. Uh, I'm just in- saying, though, you say every week. That they're not going to lose. Oh, so. I'm sorry for being a broken broken record. Obviously, but, you're right, but yeah, never mind. Prove me wrong. I'll shut up. Hot take. I know. <laughs> All right. Point number two is that I think the Tigers need to emphasize the running game this week, and I brought this up before the um, Virginia game as well. And they did a great job of feeding Travis Etienne the ball through the uh, you know on the ground and through the air, but. I've kind of been digging into some of his stats this season, the rushing stats, uh, Travis Etienne's and Clemson's stats, and uh, here's what I found. So Clemson is averaging 185 yards per game on the ground this season. Uh, That's the lowest mark that they've averaged since the 2016 season, and they're averaging 4.8 yards per rush, which is the lowest since 2017. So, I mean, those aren't terrible numbers, by the way, and they've won so it's not that big of a deal I mean 185 yards on the ground isn't bad no let's I don't I I don't know what the normal is that doesn't look bad no it doesn't look bad I mean I think in general we you want to see that number above 200 yards per game Uh, and so I and the difficulty is those numbers I don't think even tell the whole story of the struggle on the ground and so I did some you know some even more in-depth digging on a place called Pro Football Focus. Ever heard of it? Yeah, I have. Share your knowledge that you've taken from that's the website. That's right. I'm an expert. I'm, <laughs> I'm a stats nerd now. Just call me analytics guy. So here's what the numbers say. And this is straight from Pro Football Focus. Okay. Listen to me closely. The numbers say that Travis Etienne is awesome. <laughs> He's awesome. That's what that's the it. numbers say. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's all I have for you. <laughs> Among players with at least 50 attempts this season... Travis has the highest elusive rating among qualified players. Now, what is that, might you ask me? Well, elusive. I've already lost my place here. Dictionary. Yes. (laughs) Elusive rating. It measures how difficult to boil it down. It just means how difficult a runner is to tackle. That's it. So broken tackles, those sort of things. And he is far and away. According to the rankings, the most difficult running back to tackle, and it's not even close. He scored 195, just behind Derrick Henry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh my gosh! You have to watch that. If you haven't seen that play, that needs to change. Go look it up right now. That was uh, that was the second thing we were laughing about. That was so. a good time to interject. That like ETN's just behind Derrick Henry. Yes, <laughs> shows and everyone awesome for all is. time will forever be behind that stiff arm. <laughs> But Etienne is a close second. He's first in college football. There you go. He scored 195. For reference, the next highest player scored 144. So he's a full 50 points ahead of the next player. And for even more context, Najee Harris, ever heard of him? Alabama, ever heard of them? Yeah, they're pretty good this season. And many consider him, Najee Harris, to be one of the best running backs in college football. And he's had a really good season so far. Well, he's ranked fifth with a score of 106. Travis Etienne is blowing these players away. Um he I mean we've all seen the highlights of him breaking tackles and my favorite are, you know, this thing on Twitter now is that we're showing the picture of all the defenders surrounding the players, a player, you know, like five or six of them and they they have a, a still frame of it happening and then they're like so and so scored on this play. And that's tra- or uh, Travis Etienne has had several of those plays this season. Um, but I think something that's more important is that Clemson has had a ton of explosive plays this season, by the way, which is great. But, uh, in the running game specifically, they haven't picked up those, uh, those chunk plays. So it's, it seems to be like a boom or bust at this point. And to further explain that ETN has, uh, 56% of his yards have come on eight attempts. (laughs) (laughs) So over 200 of his yards have come on eight attempts, which is great. We need those explo- explosive plays. But in the other 48 attempts that he's had this season, he's only averaging 3.5 yards, which is not impressive at all. So, and and that's by the way with him being the most elusive runner in college football. So, even as the as the player who's breaking the most tackles in college football, he's still only averaging on 48 of his attempts 3.5 yards. Clemson needs to work on that, and a lot of that falls on the offensive line who, uh, according as well to these rankings, have been so, so much better in pass protection than they they have run protection. And so I think it's important that we see improvement from the offensive line who have done a great job of protecting Trevor Lawrence and who have done a decent job of at least um, springing ETN for some of these big plays. But, but when The going gets tough and Clemson starts playing some of these better teams or they're in a close game, by the way, and they just need to milk the clock or they just need to possess the ball to give their defense some rest. They've got to start picking up five, six yards on some of these runs instead of it being a run for two yards or a run for 75 yards. You see what I'm saying there? Yeah, which I think also like we started the season out like our first game of the season was really good on the run game, though, and it's just been a steady decline going down so obviously something needs to be kicked into gear well it's been up and down i would say i mean it's tough to we're we're getting a bigger sample at least but you know the first two games were sort of meaningless wake forest is yeah. not is not good the citadel is not good and then the two real opponents that we've played so far virginia they really emphasized getting etm the ball and that was his best uh, game of the season or up to that point and then they played Miami etn really excelled in the pass game and he i mean he had a lot of rushing yards in that game as well but the emphasis was definitely on the passing game with him so as long as they get him the ball that's fine but we also you know we haven't seen much from lynn J. dixon or any of the backup running backs mm-hmm. either so yeah. those are guys that we really need to get going uh and coming into the season the offensive line was a concern so this was just my way of of uh, Taking a fresh view of the of the offensive line here, and seeing that there needs to be some some improvement. there. they haven't been bad, but let's see them improve there. So that's the second thing. The first thing is the turnover battle. The second thing is I want to see an emphasis on the running game, where they just pound it down Georgia Tech's throat. Almost said Virginia Tech again, <laughs> but I corrected myself right at the last minute. And finally, the last point that I want to bring up is that Clemson needs to be more efficient on first and second downs. Tell me if you've noticed this. And I'm sure you have because we've we've talked it. about it. We've talked about it, and we're experts, so obviously <laughs> we notice this. Clemson seems to be getting into long third downs. Third and long is like the down that I feel like I see the most out of this. I team feel like so we far. brought up the third down after like conversions after every single game, like the past three games at least. Yeah. So maybe we need to be digging into this coaching staff for. I mean, obviously, they listen to this podcast and we've been bringing it up time and time again, and it's still not corrected. Okay, I don't know. We don't talk about punters, so they might Uh, not. That's true. Listen in. Well, that tells you how much we know. The coaches talk about punters and we just talk about third down conversions. We don't know anything. (laughs) Okay, so here are some more stats for you. (laughs) Is that Clemson in the first two games, their average third to third down and to go the yards. That's not the way you say it. You get my point. Was in the first game it was 5.8 yards. And in the second game, it was 5.7 yards, which isn't bad, by the way. That's a pretty good to and to go distance. But in the in the next two games against their real opponents, against Virginia, it was 8.9 yards. And against Miami, it was 9.1 or 9.3 yards for an average of 9.1 yards. Which you can see as those numbers go up as the quality of opponent goes up as well. Yeah. Exactly. And so this actually this is this ties into the running game as well, because a lot of times what we've ended up seeing is that, okay, they'll they'll throw a swing pass or a screen out to a wide receiver who get who picks up who picks up two yards. And then they hand the ball off to Travis etienne, who picks up two yards, or they get a penalty as well. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of penalties so far this season. And then they end up in these third and sixteen, third and nine, mm-hmm. third and twelve situations that, by the way, they've actually been really good at converting. They're 52, they've converted 52% of their third downs so, so far this season. You can't rely on that though. That's, that's no. something that's just no. not gonna continue throughout the season. Exactly. The better opponents you play, the more difficult it's gonna be to convert on those third downs. Unless, of course, you're the Florida defense and then you can convert all of them. Okay. <laughs> so that's fine. But at this point, you're not gonna see them in the college football playoff. <laughs> But against better opponents, it's going to be more of a struggle. So let's start seeing that improvement now. Do I have any doubts that they can convert third and 85 against this Georgia Tech defense? Not at all. Not at all. But there needs to be some improvement uh, in this game specifically. So so those are the big keys that we want to see. Those are the big rocks that we're putting in the bucket. There are a bunch of little things that we need to see improved. Dabo talked about the special teams how they certainly need to improve. Duh. Thanks, Davo. Kickers. Yeah. We're on to kickers now. <laughs> I guess we talked about it. Let's see if the, if the, if it was a one week curse for us or if VT e. Potter is again, cursed for the rest of the season. Uh, but you know, things like that, we need to see better special teams. Uh, and the secondary has been great. All these other things, but we could spend hours talking about all those things. Let's have some fun. Okay. Let's talk about some worthless sludge, which is the perfect Segue into Trevor's Worthless Sound Collection. So let's quick let's uh, take a quick thirty second break to hear from our sponsor Anchor Podcasts, and then we'll get to the rest of our show. Bamboo. If you've been listening to the show for any period of time, you know that my favorite thing about the show is the game that we play and the game that we will play at the end: clemps in or clemps out. Closing the gap very very quickly though is this segment, our Worthless Sound Collection, <laughs> because. I don't have to do the work. Thankfully, Trevor does it for us. And it's thankless work. I tell you what, Trevor listens to hours worth of pressers and just worthless sound. And so we thought, you know, we give you the good stuff. We always play the good stuff during the interviews, but man, it's just time we give the bad stuff, the spotlight. So Trevor, how do you feel about it this week? Good. All right. He's nodding his head. Good. He likes it. And I have a feeling we're going to laugh at this. For sure. So let's go ahead and play that now.
0: Uh, excuse me. If they need me, they need me. And if they don't, they don't. They're throwing a hat in the ring with uh, with some of the big boys. Georgia Tech will be the biggest game of the year for us. Uh, I don't know, man, honestly. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Either you have it or you don't. Teams win championships. Can you you repeat that again? I'm sorry. Teams win championships. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, we're very talented. Travis is Travis. Big body. Trevor is Trevor. Like a baby giraffe out there. Jordan being Jordan. It's a fly here. In your grits. Tip my hat. That's all for Miami. T squared. Trevor. What's that running back for Seattle? What's that guy's name? Big thighs and a... In a, in a big backside. I love her mac and cheese. Even the bad's a good thing. Working man Wednesday. <laughs> Excuse me. Loves to, just the dirty work. Kind of the JV version uh, of the Notre Dame game. He wants to mash people. I really on your piece and Q's. Playing crunching every day. You, need, you need a little bit of water so you can grow. Banging heads with them each and every day. It's a show and go. Trying to be great where his feet are. You can catch anything, you know, within, you know, a country mile. Every day. Is it for because it's the next one? This season's been three years long. Put my eyes on it and do that. Actually, tonight, before I go to bed. Jeez, oh man!
1: <laughs> All right, Trevor, you've done it again. Great job! Oh my goodness, I cannot get over. And we used to just make fun of this and play it, but now that it's in like a collection where we can hear it over and over again, it makes it even more funny. And that, and that's the saying that uh, we always say we're playing Clemson every week. I mean, come on. Why do you say that? <laughs> we get the idea. Even though I get the point, and I said this a couple of weeks ago, so maybe I'm a hypocrite, but the only team that's going to beat Clemson is Clemson. So should I be in this sound collection? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyways, there's just some good stuff. I loved uh, Tony Elliott in here. Trevor is Trevor. Thanks. Travis is Travis. That's like saying... Thanks. Bamboo is bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go again. We need to. We need to... <laughs> build up your rep- repertoire of Just funny things incorporate from the show. bamboo into every single one and i'll okay. be happy <laughs> okay we'll work on that trevor okay next week all right we'll see what we can do all right let's go ahead and play some clemson or Clemson out
0: time for briley and carter to answer the important questions surrounding the clemson tigers in a little game we like to call clems in or clems out Hello, Becky.
1: Good to have you. Thanks for being here. All right. You've got a question for us, and we have some answers for you. But first, what is the first question? Next question. In or out? Who will score more points, the 1903 Tigers or the 2020 Tigers? Okay, Becky... Let's give some context. I'll give some context to this. And then I'm going to say that this just seems like a question for us to dump on the yellow jackets. So (laughs) um, because here's the context to that question. Uh, The only other Clemson team to face Georgia Tech on October 17th. That's a random fact for you. uh, Was in 1903. All right. And actually back then it was the Clemson Agricultural College. So there you go. Your fun facts for the day. <laughs> now on that day, Clemson rushed for a school record 100 or it's not 100 times six, <laughs> 615 <laughs> yards. And they beat Georgia Tech by a score of 73 to nothing. Uh, and by the way, after that, did you know that uh, Johnny Heisman used to coach for Clemson? Did you know that? Our hardcore Clemson fans know that? Yes definitely yeah okay and uh georgia tech hired him they poached him right after that game so uh john heisman overrated <laughs> i can't go 615 yards on the ground yeah that's, that's pretty crazy. nuts especially in 1903 that's just not fair so well, they didn't throw the ball in 1903 it, that's true probably was it even allowed in 1903 to throw the ball i don't know i wasn't there uh okay too but far off okay <laughs> Rude. Okay, so the question is about the score, though, not the yards. And, of course, this is how we can dump on Georgia Tech. So I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to be, say, ah, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? You're I- telling me that Clemson <laughs> scores more than 73 <laughs> points against Georgia Tech. Yeah, okay, I was going to say Clemson, but then I forgot that we have to give our predictions here in a few minutes. Yeah. So I mean, you have to predict 73 <laughs> nothing then. <laughs> Okay, I can't do that in a good conscience, so I'm going to be clumps out, but I don't want to give the lead away, but it's going to be close in my prediction. I'll tell you that. But I have to be clumps out, I'm afraid. Is that sarcasm? I couldn't actually tell. Oh, we'll find prediction. out. Stick around. Gotcha. I don't have much more to add than obviously it's clumps out, because they're not going to put up 73 points. <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Lawrence and all the starters aren't going to be in long enough to put up 73 points. That's fine. All right. Clumps out. All right. What more do you want from me? (laughs) I just wanted to clumps out. That's (laughs) all. You gave all the stats already. Like, what do you want? (laughs) Becky always shakes her head at us that we take too long to answer these. So uh, why don't you give us the next question, Becky? Next question. In or out, will the ACC finish the season with more than three teams in the
0: top 25? Now that is a good football question right there.
1: Well, that is a very interesting question. In fact, I like that question. But first, let's give you the teams that are ranked right now in the ACC in the top 25. There are actually five teams ranked in the top 25. Obviously, there's Clemson at number one. We have Notre Dame at number four. North Carolina at number five. Miami is ranked 13th. (laughs) And Virginia Tech is 23rd. Uh, Follow-up question. Is that like the most teams that they've had in the top 25 in the last 10 years or better yet top five is oh well they have cer- three teams in the top five certainly the top five okay come on north carolina is not a top five team they are right now apparently i'm gonna argue with the voters <laughs> all right well the question is are they gonna have more than three teams at the end of the season in the top 25 okay well i need to think about this so why don't you answer first all right let, well i'm gonna say no <laughs> that's not the game Sorry, you idiot. You're so bad at it. This is your favorite game. Uh, I keep forgetting (laughs) the rules to it. Uh, I'm going to be Clemson out. I don't think they're going to have more than three teams in the top 25. I just, obviously, Clemson's going to be ranked. I imagine Notre Dame will still be ranked in the top 25. But I guess it depends on your definition of an ACC team. Does Notre Dame count this season? (laughs) (laughs) Uh I guess starting now they do. I guess they do. All right. It also depends on Miami. Like, did we just start the. Tumble of them, at five yeah. game losing streak now. Yeah, they, do we witness the face plant yeah. for the rest of the season from us So this could easily change very soon, but I, I am going to assume. Well, I'm still gonna be Clemson out, but I can see North Carolina still sneaking in, like coming in 23rd or 24th at the end of the season to screw me over. But you most know. likely, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with Notre Dame and just Clemson in, so I'm Clemson out. All right. So you know what they say about people who assume, right? No, I don't actually. That the best description for them is the first three letters of that word. So I'm not going to assume anything here. And I'm actually going to be, I'm going to assume things because that's all we can do at this point. Uh, I'm going to be in, that they are going to have more than three teams. So that means four teams, right? Clemson, duh. Notre Dame, duh. Uh, UNC will be ranked in the top 25, certainly. And then Miami, I think, is going to remain ranked by the end of the season. And I actually think that Virginia's, Virginia Tech is going to be ranked, not Georgia Tech. Who's not going to be ranked in the ACC for you? Uh, probably Wake Forest, certainly, would be at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think um, I get really tired of people uh, talking about how much better the ACC is this season. Like, People are a little getting tired of that, even though you're ranking five teams in, in the top twenty. No, 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 no. I'm not tired of them being better. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think the ACC is better, but I'm tired of people being like, you know, the ACC defenders, like,
0: hey, the ACC is so much better this year. Look, we've got three teams in the top five. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's every Take- ACC fan. <laughs> I know that's what they are because people have been trashing them for the last three or four years. Because, well, let's be honest. They besides Clemson, trash. everyone sucks. Okay. So now everyone's getting out. They're just yelling like, yeah, we're back. let take that, SEC. Like, listen, you're not the SEC, ACC, okay? You get the point? It's going to also probably change rather quickly when the Big Ten and Pac-12 start up here in a few weeks. Probably, Especially with the Big Ten playing because they've got a lot of teams in the top 25 without even playing a game. Yeah, yeah. So they could easily well, bump out some ACC teams. Yeah, I mean, the real question is, especially when we talk about North Carolina, like, Do you think North Carolina is better than Ohio State? I mean, come on. They're ranked above ahead oh of Ohio, Ohio State. you're asking the wrong guy because I hate <laughs> Ohio State, so I'm going to say yes. I'm so, I'm so never mind, I'm changing. I'm Clemson now because I'm going to say North Carolina is going to end ahead of Ohio State in the top 25 at the end of the season. Wow, the rare flip-flop mid-question. Just for that reason, though. Okay, all right. Ohio State changes your answer for everything, huh? That's right. We'll test that out later. Hopefully, it'll be North Carolina coming in at number 25 and Ohio State not even being ranked then. <laughs> wow. That's what I'm hoping for. That's wishful thinking, but yes. we can wish. That's right. Dreams do come true. All right, Becky, what is the final question that you have for us? Next question. In or out, will Trevor Lawrence be the final starting quarterback in the country to throw an interception? I feel like we need to get some more creative people on this podcast. Don't you? I mean, have we been asked this question like eight times so far this season? It's throwing me out of the bus. I made up this question. I... <laughs> oh, so you were in cahoots with Becky. I was helping Becky with this one. Okay. <laughs> well, you're the worst. So I might have slipped it in and erased her question that she had. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll have to listen to that question next week. Okay. Ah, uh, man. The answer to this question is, I will be in. I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I take you back. Last week... What was it, against Miami? I think I said that I was going to be Clemson, that he was going to throw an interception against them. And, of course, he didn't. But right now, there are only five starting quarterbacks who have not thrown an interception in the country. Now, in a couple of weeks, when <laughs> yeah. the Pac-12 and the Big Ten play, then there's going to be another 26 teams, another 26 starting quarterbacks who haven't thrown an, inter- thrown an interception. So, um, And it's sort of not fair because they started way later than than uh the rest of the the country so they get a little bit of a head start on this question but um actually you know what i'm gonna flip-flop now oh my i'm gonna be twice Clems- in one yeah. podcast. Here, here's what i'll say can i uh, I'll, I'll be on the fence i'm gonna say clemps in against those other five Lord, starting quarterbacks no, no. you can't be saying it clemps out against <laughs> the other 26 starting quarterbacks okay, okay. so i guess that real question you know the real answer is clemps out He will throw an interception before the thirty one other starting quarterbacks in this country. Okay. So but not this Wait, that doesn't even count like the Mac and other conferences like that too, right? Have they started? The Mac? Yeah. I have no clue. I mean, Sorry, check. I like, just drug that, that in my no, no, it's fine. I'll look it up later. Why don't you answer the question? <laughs> Wait, a- <laughs> I was not it's, expecting that. Isn't that great radio for you? Like, <laughs> hey, let's talk about the Big Ten of the Pac-12. Hey, what about the MAC? <laughs> I can't even search ESPN fast enough right now. To Come find on, baby, it. Maction. Let's go. <laughs> That's not one of your your tabs. You don't have that on your speed <laughs> dial on your computer. Who's even in MAC? Like Akron. Akron's in the MAC. All right. <laughs> Give me a team to look for. We don't have to look this up. <laughs> no, we got to find this out now. Well, Akron hasn't played yet. Okay. So I'm see? going to assume no, they have not. No, they haven't. Yet. Okay. So there's actually even more starting quarterbacks <laughs> and we all know how good the quarterbacks in the Mac are. So again, I don't I'm clumps out. Like, you want me to read off the teams that are in the Mac? No, please just <laughs> answer the dang question for us. What's the question again? <laughs> This is your question. No, this is my question. That's right. My favorite question. Uh, I'm going to be... Let me read the re- re-read the question, actually. Will he throw an interception uh, before the other team? I'm going to say he's going to be the last standing quarterback to not throw an interception. So is that? You're Clemson then. Yes. I get confused with these questions. I, you are so bad it's at this. It's so game. confusing you, with Clemson. And you're Clemson terrible. Yes. Well, <laughs> it, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it doesn't help when you're looking up max stats <laughs> in the middle. Of the you threw me off with this. <laughs> I'm sorry. You threw us off. I'm this. so sorry to everyone listening to this. No, movie. but he's, he's definitely, well, I don't want to say definitely, but I mean, if there's only five five starting quarterbacks right now that have a threat interception, He's looked really good. There was only like one throw against Miami that should have been intercepted. But like other than that, he's making great decisions. You know, it only takes one bad throw for him to throw an interception, right? All right, I'll use yours. If he doesn't make any bad throws throughout the season, then he won't, he'll be the last standing quarterback with an interception. But if he makes one bad throw... Then I'll, I'm I'm out. All, all right. right, Trevor, are you taking note of this? Let's <laughs> please include this in next week's worthless sound collection. All right, he took note. That's gonna be there. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're already making his job. Can't wait to year. be famous now. I'm gonna no, be a part good. of this. i will to be right there with bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will ever be there right with bamboo. Okay, that's gonna do it for Clemson and Clemps out to close out this episode. We're gonna give you our predictions because we are always right on our predictions. We've been close. I was one score off last week. I was one score off the week before. All right. Look at that. Obviously, one of us is going to be even closer now. Yes, we're only sort of kind of bad. I will go first with my prediction. All right. Because... This is going to be a home run. It's just, you don't want me to steal it first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we don't tell each other what we've predicted also, by the way. So we're of just... Cu- oh, oh, of course not. We're just hiding our our prediction right now from each not. other. I'm making it up in my head right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So am I. No. Uh, I think the score, my prediction for for this game is going to be 52 to 13. I think the Tigers are going to go off on Georgia Tech. I think they're just – Jeff with a G has no answers for this team, and it's going to be painful. And, uh, well, I don't want to predict anymore to make myself look like a fool. I was going to say that ETN and Lawrence are going to go off, but – literally, Trevor Lawrence is not going to throw an interception. Yes, obviously. Uh, But those are obvious predictions. 52-13. What do you have? Well, after we just did that little bit there of not showing each other our predictions, I honestly was predicting a 45-14. All right. See, no, <laughs> that's different. That's fine. That's different. It's pretty darn close, though. <laughs> so I'm going to change it right now and go 45-17 Clemson. <laughs> and now, that's... if it ends 45-14, then I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Even though this isn't meaning anything. No, don't do that. I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> You'll metaphorically kill yourself. That's right. Okay. You'll be depressed. I won't do that because I'm going to be in the whatever the useless sound montage next week. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes. But at your funeral, I can play a (laughs) compilation of your worst sound because there's plenty of it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Don't worry about that. Okay. So that's our preview episode. Had a fun time today. Hope you did too. Looking forward to the game this weekend. When is it again? Saturday
0: noon, ABC.
1: That's right. This Saturday noon on ABC. We will be live tweeting about this game, by the way. So you can follow us on Twitter. Check us out. At Clemson Podcast. Uh, we had a funny tweet against Miami. Of course, you should check it out. The Spider-Man tweet. <laughs> uh, Never get Spider-Man sold. meme, excuse me. Miami 2020, Miami 2017, Miami 15. They're all the same. We'll team have to too. incorporate some type of Jeff meme into what we'll be oh, creative true. during this game. All right. Well, maybe you could send us some tips on that on Twitter, at Clemson Podcast. Be sure to follow us there. And uh, don't forget, we're going to take the weekend off, but we will be back here in your ears, like always. We're never going to go away. We're always going to be that annoying two guys who are just (laughs) here for you all the time, every day, all the time. We will be back Monday morning with our special, special recap episode. So we hope to see you there. Until then, be good out there.
0: Good bamboo.